A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Welcome all. Uh, you're listening to Shafiq, Raheel and Hamza. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Verbal Outpost where we'd like to have an informal conversation about some real topics. Uh, we'd also like you to take part, so make sure you leave a comment or drop us an email on verbaloutpost at outlook.com with your thoughts. And today we're discussing um, the influence our friends have had um, on our lives over the years and how much of a part is played in who we are today. Um, in this part of the show though the second part i want to focus a little bit more on how islam has factored into these friendships that we have um so we all know that in islam uh, we have the example of the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the his close companions who were his closest friends as well we have abu bakr omar osman ali these friendships were all sort of based uh, a faith-based relationship and um, with a shared responsibility on growing the muslim community um so as we've reached adulthood uh, in islam um we've had a much uh, we we start to have a much larger role in um the sort of the friends we pick and whether they ha- they're a good influence on us or not um so, so i want to sort of focus on that a little bit i mean last week we spoke about meeting like-minded people at university and we you know how we joined the islamic society we used to go to talks and it almost became like a social experience for us um, and an activity so i want to focus on that a little bit and if i can ask you guys i mean how important is islam with the relationships that you have the friends that you have in your life you know does it matter um whether someone's muslim does it matter if they're practicing you know when it comes to trust and being close to someone I think, yeah, it does matter. Um, is it the be all and end all? No, it's not. But ultimately, we form friendships and relationships with other people based on shared interests, personalities being similar, and how do we click with one another? So, yeah, it, it could be a situation where somebody may be non Muslim, they could be Muslim, they could be anything. But if we have shared values, um, we have a yeah, similar personality, we're going to naturally click regardless of what religion we have. I mean, being Muslim um, does come into the equation and we are, yeah, if I'm with another Muslim, there is going to be some overlap um, and we are going to have something common between both of us. So it, it, it does factor into it, but it's not the be all and end all. That's a good point, Raheel. Yeah, I, I, I think I've resonate with what Hamza's saying there um i mean just because you're a muslim or not a muslim it's not the be all and end all but it can be an influencing factor um you know for example um you can make friends at work but for me personally if they're the type that go out drinking and all that kind of stuff that i'm not into it's gonna make it difficult for me to have those um interests that would you know make us link together if you like mm. yeah, Hamza? yeah and I, I've, di- I've i've absolutely had situations where i've got for me it doesn't really it's not the end of the world if they're muslim or non-muslim mm. but i've gotten along with some people who are not muslim but they have a fitra they have this natural disposition that's much more similar to mine compared to somebody who's muslim and actually you know, isn't that similar to me? So I've yeah. clicked better with the non-Muslim. 
And actually, another point to add as well, Shafiq, is it's interesting because, you know, we're talking about clicking with other Muslims, but what happens mm. when you meet a uh, Muslim from a different country or with a completely different cultural background? How well do you click with that person? Mm. That is interesting, actually. I've never really thought about it from that perspective. And most people that I meet generally, they're from born and raised here, you know, similar interests, as you said. Um, growing up and I remember uh, when one of my friends got married he was marrying someone from Pakistan and at the time my wife was becoming friends with a lot of my friends wives and you know all of these women you know they're all sort of born and raised here very similar like-minded and I thought okay alhamdulillah we're growing a little small community you know my friends and my friends wives um, but when I heard that he was marrying someone from Pakistan I thought oh no how is, it, how is she going to form a relationship with my wife <laughs> I thought to myself you know <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was a big deal for me because I thought you know oh how you know is she going to be able to speak English well or they you know are they going to have uh, similar interests you know it was it was a concern because alhamdulillah everyone else was generally getting along and I thought wow okay but alhamdulillah you know they worked out. I think that's I think that's really interesting because if if you go to do Hajj or Umrah and then you, know, you are doing worship with a whole load of other muslims from every walk of life across the globe mm. from every different type of culture background um, nationality the full whack mm. and that's when you really start seeing a lot of the differences between us and it's just great seeing another brit over there as well <laughs> yeah. and just instantly you just click because you've got some <laughs> shared history and familiarity with a lot of things and it's interesting because I mean you've not only do you have culture as well that varies you've got nationalities but then you've got languages as well so yeah. I mean you know, we go there we speak Urdu so we can get on better with Pakistanis Indians because we've got a common language yeah um, versus other people but 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 I mean not to sort of dismiss it and say that we don't get along with anybody um but I think there's that just little bit of extra that you get um, when you click with somebody from your own background or somebody that has a shared background as you. That common ground, isn't it? Yeah. That common ground. Something I forgot mm -hmm. to mention earlier, I mean, uh, now that we're sort of talking about Islam and how that's, um, how we can build relationships with that. Um, me and Raheel, actually, he's actually a childhood friend of mine from back in primary school. And we were really right. close in primary school. Um, actually, we were really close. You know, he used to come around to my house and he used to play the Mega Drive. Yeah, we were childhood friends. And then we went to different secondary schools. And this was before mobile phones. And, you know, before we just stopped. Phones, yeah. yeah, so we just like one day uh, he came around to my house. I wasn't at home. And then he stopped coming back. <laughs> and, uh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> The story goes, we had a mutual agreement on a time and a place. I arrived at that time and a place and there was no meeting. Uh, and because down. there was no mobile phones, I couldn't text you to say, where are you? <laughs> and then obviously you was going to a different school, so that was pretty much the end of it. <laughs> so that's how it ended. It was quite shocking as you were thinking about it. So back then we had our mutual interests were just we went to the same school. You know, we, we like playing games, we like going out, you know, that sort of thing. And then once we got to university, he, uh, you found me on Facebook, didn't you, Raheel? Yeah, I, I, I saw your picture and I thought, he looks pretty much like he used to. 
and the name is spot on. Obviously, it says Shaf, not Shafiq. And all that. Yeah. I thought, let me message him, and if it's not him, then you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I messaged him, I was like, Shaf, is that you? <laughs> so, Raheel, did you have some old, did you have an old score to settle with? Him, uh, <laughs> <you up? laughs> no, no, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, it's all good because uh, obviously, Shaf was involved with the um, Islamic society and introduced me to a lot of good people. Yeah, so that's what I was going to touch on to now. So we've sort of talked about technology and social media, meeting people online. It's like, if it wasn't for Facebook, I mean, I don't know if I would have reconnected with Raheel, you know, it's all the mm. numbers plan. But, you know, Raheel found me on Facebook and messaged me. And then actually at the time, we, we were both sort of new to sort of practicing and becoming stronger as Muslims. And I invited Raheel to a lot of talks and, you know, events at the Islamic Society and our relationship, mm. you know, we became close again. And it wasn't the mega drive and going out and being in the same school or anything. It was now something different. Yes, Hamza? Yeah, no, I was just going to say before Facebook, it was Friends Reunited. So the people in the generation slightly above us were using yeah. Friends Reunited to reconnect with all their old friends. I don't even know what that is. I was going to say, is that a website? What is that? Uh, so it was um, it was social media a few years before Facebook where you would stick in what school you went to and then you'd have oh, a list of the whole cohort. So it was a fairly, a fairly limited version of Facebook from back in the day. Okay, that's interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah, but I think yeah. Jeff made a good, make a good point that, you know, if it wasn't for that element of social media, would we have reconnected because we was even on different campuses weren't we so yeah we went to the same university yeah Yeah, completely different campus and what's Mm. even worse is that we live around the corner from each other i know five minute walk ten minute walk didn't see the guy for best part of two decades (laughs) (laughs) so well i said our relationship changed and you know you, you know we started praying together and it's built a completely different relationship um and alhamdulillah i'd like to think islam is a major factor with the relationship that me and you have, Raheel. Mm, um, so yeah, we've got the sort of the childhood friendship that we used to have, but it's evolved, and I think Islam is a major factor in that. Here's a question for you guys: Would you guys use Facebook now to reconnect with somebody from back in the day? So, um, you guys used it to reconnect from primary school days, but maybe from secondary school or college. Have Have you used it recently or in the past to reconnect with somebody? Um, I mean, I think I've pretty much moved away from using Facebook in general, um, especially compared to how much I might have been on it before. Uh, even social media in general, I'm not really a presence there, personally. No, me either, to be honest. not really used it to reconnect with anyone. Um, I think, alhamdulillah, I'm quite happy with the relationships that I have with the friends that I have. So it's not something that's been on my radar you know what i need to reconnect with one of my friends in primary school or secondary school even i just kind of thought i'm okay as it is you know if they may have to message me and find me happy to look into it but as i said i'm not really spending much time on social media what about you hamza oh um i i came on facebook about i think 10 years ago now about seven eight years ago mm. um so i, I and, and even before that and I, I i wouldn't post anything personal or private which mm. actually worked out very well because facebook had been harvesting that and making money off it for yeah. years um so that was probably a good move <laughs> on my part not my whole life you spend most of your time on tiktok now then yeah hamza <laughs> oh it's brilliant TikTok. It's, you know that. it's great it's busting great. out the moves <laughs> Oh, I don't know about that. Don't know about that. Don't know about that. Yeah. 
um, one of the other things actually I want to discuss as well is that we've all sort of had some involvement in some sort of DAO organization or uh, some sort of project in the community um, after university and you know we all had sort of a shared interest in doing that you know we were involved in the Islamic society where we were going out doing um, talks and events and after university so I don't know me anyway personally I had um, I don't know a bit of emptiness I kind of thought, kind of thought oh, there's something a bit missing um, I want to be a bit more involved in Islamic activities I sort of missed it um, so what I want to discuss with these friendships that you sort of build within a Dawah organization or within you know um, the Muslim community whether it's with the masjid or something else is that would you say these are close friendships that you have um, and if you can give an example of you know if it is a close friendship or if it's not and what would you guys say about that i think for me um being part of any whether it's islamic islamic organization or otherwise uh, i think it's going to come back to the point that we mentioned earlier is whether you've got common ground or common interests with that person um and the point that hamza made earlier is just because they're muslim doesn't necessarily mean that you're automatically going to be friends forever or even friends at all necessarily. I mean, that not being friends doesn't mean you're going to be an enemy or anything, but you just don't have that common ground to establish that friendship. So for me, I think, you know, as we've gone through organizations and working with different people, some people I've made friendships with and some people, it's just a case we've, we've gone different ways, not due to any enmity or anything like that. It's just purely there was a lack of common ground and different interests there, really. Hamza? Uh, cracking points from Rahil. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, shared interests, very, very, very important. And uh, if there's no common ground between you and somebody else, then you will naturally drift apart and that relationship may not last that long. But also, actually, second point I'd add is I think we're talking about relationships here. And I think relationships in general come in many different forms. I would see friendship as one of those many, many, many forms. So I know last week or and a couple of weeks ago, we talked about work colleagues. That would be another form of relationship that we have. So I think with whatever it is, I think any initiative, whether it's at work, whether it's Islamic Dawah work, whether it's Islamic organizations, the local masjid, the different relationships that we have and then the quality of those relationships is measured by how much compatibility you have with them. Now think about finding a spouse. Is, you know, how compatible are you with that person hmm. um, to a large extent will determine how long that will last. And it's very similar with relationships as well. So yeah, there's a number of different factors, um, hmm. the type of relationship you have and then that compatibility that you have with them as well. So uh, yeah, there's many people that I know uh, that very similar to Rahil kind of come and go. You, you know, if you bump into them, you'll be cordial with them and you know, ask how's everything. Um, but mm. yeah, it, it doesn't really go beyond that. You know, there's many different layers of relationships that we have. And even within friendship, there's different layers as well. Mm. So if I can pose, oh, well, sorry, Rahil, you were going to say something? I was going to say, it's a good point that Hamza made about, you know, marriage being a, a good example. Uh, you know, you wouldn't just say, oh, that person's a Muslim, so I'll marry them. On, based on that credential alone, you'd look at that compatibility, wouldn't you? So, you know, friendship is another form of a relationship. So it would effectively hold that same basis. 
Hmm. If, if, I mean, so if you had to look at the close friends that you have in your life at the moment, could you pinpoint um, what at what point in your life you sort of met them or what it is that keeps you guys sort of together and keeps that relationship close? You know, is it work? Is it university? Is it a family friend? You know, and what is it that keeps you guys sort of close based on everything we've sort of discussed so far? I think it is down to the compatibility issue, you know, that common ground. I mean, for me, you know, being friends with you guys is, you know, that the fact that we have that common interest in the Dean and, you know, or outside of the Dean as well, of course, uh, we have that common interest, but there's other people that haven't built that same level of friendship with, even though they, they might've been in the same group of people, if you like. Yeah. I'm guessing same, similar thing with you, Hamza, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I think Raheel summed it up quite nicely. Um, but actually, I think maybe we've been a little bit lazy in our relationships as well. If we have maintained the same relationships from college, university and not gone out of our way to forge new relations, not to throw out the old relationships, but also to form new relationships. So I think maybe there is a point there that it's important to continue establishing I'm not saying friendship, but establishing new relationships, good, meaningful relationships. So I suppose when you get a lot older, they call it networking mm. and building your sphere of influence. And <laughs> that sounds so negative. Content. You're networking. Um, in, in what way? In what way? I don't know. It, it just sounds so... It doesn't... I don't know how to explain Unfriendly. it. Yeah, a little bit. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, you're faceless. Yeah, you're just, yeah, you're just someone in my network. It's just someone Easy. I know. Yeah, there's no sort of close bond. Like the, the way you would describe a friend that you're still close to now from, let's say, college or university is going to be very different to someone you're networking with. And I, I, I don't know. I, and I, th I think, to be honest, I think adults find it different. I think people, when they get to hit their 30s and stuff like they find it difficult to make new relationships or new friends. Um, to be honest, which is maybe why they hang on to the older ones and try to maintain them. Would you agree to that, Raheel? Yeah, I guess there's a good, very good point in there. The, um, the only thing I wanted to add was, the, for, for me personally, again, uh, I just think that I don't feel like I've necessarily gone out of my way, particularly to find new relationships or friendships or however you want to define it. It's perhaps down to the fact that I'm just such a introvert and a personal person that I'm comfortable in my own space without needing that, if you like. Mm. I think I'm probably in a very similar boat to Raheel as well. I'm a massive introvert. And and, and to be completely honest, I think th this is going to sound really boring, but my family give my, my family as in my wife, my children give me a lot of the that external energy that I need. And I, it'd be interesting to find out whether listeners feel the same or whether actually they need to have relationships. I know some people say they need other relationships away from the family. Um, so I get some people are like that. But with me personally, I think um, my family pick up a lot of that slack. My wife and my kids. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that as well, actually. Saying that, you know, a lot of people would say your wife becomes like your best friend. Don't know. I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know if I would disagree with that comment. You know, you spend all your time with them, uh, most of your life with them. <laughs> I don't know if the if the wife would be happy not calling them a friend. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was just I was 
observing that you was careful with your word in there. <laughs> Our wives Shafiq, will be listening in. <laughs> yeah, Shafiq, I hope your wife is listening. She'll be very happy. Um, another point, just uh, we're sort of going to be wrapping up a little bit soon. So I just one other thing I want to talk about is um, this concept of brotherhood and sisterhood. And it's really important in Islam. Um, how have you guys sort of implemented that? I think for me, it comes down to pretty much what we've summarized throughout today's show um, is you've got a friendship and then brotherhood is, is, is a different category of relationship. Um, uh, and the way I see it is the brotherhood would be, you know, when you go to the masjid, they're your brothers, you have, you know, a respectable relationship with them. But would you necessarily always walk away with a friendship with every single person you meet at the masjid? or any organization you work with, it wouldn't necessarily be the case, but you wouldn't dismiss them as being your brother or your sister. Yeah, absolutely. I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, I would describe it as that as well when I go to the mosque. Um, it's the, I would consider them brothers that I pray with. Mm. Um, I wouldn't necessarily consider them friends, but, you know, they would... Uh, yeah, just in terms of mannerisms and akhlaq, I would be polite, generous, nice, cordial to them. And most of the time, they're the same with me. Hmm. Um, so, you know, th th that brotherhood, I think it, it, it is absolutely important, but it is different from friendship. And I think so I think a brotherhood can turn into a friendship, hmm. it can turn into a friendship, provided there's common ground and whatnot. So it's a good starting point. Um, I think maybe that's the situation with us with a few of our brothers have turned into good close friends because it's been a very good starting point but you know it's no guarantee it's no guarantee yeah and the point you guys have made about the masjid i mean me personally as well um that was quite an interesting um interesting thing for me in life anyway when going to the masjid i was noticing how brothers are so welcoming when you go to the masjid sometimes um you know they give you salam and that was very strange for me initially for someone that's new to practicing you know people giving you salam asking questions talking to you you know i was like wow okay these guys are showing interest and that's brotherhood isn't it that's just them you know being a really good muslim and you, especially when you go to a different city or a different country even you walk into a masjid it's amazing how you can just speak to other brothers and you just think wow you know it's not something that's easy for people, but the fact that they're Muslim, it makes it easier. You know, Allah's given us brotherhood there so that it makes it easier to form these relationships, whether it's a friendship or not, but, you know, they're your brother in Islam and you can sit there and talk to them and, you know, ask them for help if you need help with something and you would hope, you know, they would be able to help you. Uh, yeah, I think for me, um, there's nothing to say that somebody who you'd class as being a brother is any less, uh, you know, of a standard, if you like, or less important than a friendship, um, you can have that same level of respect. It's just that level of, you know, w w what kind of relationship you define them under, you know, is it a brother, you know, in from the community, you equally can respect with a very close friend. I don't think just because somebody else is your friend, you, you would always respect them or have a closer relationship in that respect. I think they can be equal. I'm just very conscious that we've been talking about brotherhood as well. I mean, there is sisterhood as well. Um, 
I did mention so, that. I said the concept yeah, of brotherhood yeah, yeah. and sisterhood. Good, 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 good. <laughs> um, so we don't want to exclude half the population. But um, yeah, absolutely, sisterhood as well. But also, actually, um, I think we're coming towards the end of this show. We are. And it, it would be really good, actually, to explore this a little bit further, Shafiq. Um, just, I don't want to put a negative spin on it, but just from where relationships don't quite work or how we've learned from the more negative side or where things haven't gone well. Yeah. Okay, inshallah. Yeah, we can look at that. I mean, for those that are listening in, um, if you guys have anything, you can share any experiences, any comments about anything we've talked about today, you know, we'd be happy to read through them and go through them in one of our shows, inshallah. So, I mean, we thank you all for listening and inshallah, please um, catch up with us next week. Um, Asalaamu Alaikum.